0: Morning. Hello and welcome to the Centimetre Perfect Podcast. My name is Joseph Bianco and joining me today as always, Julian Zakari and Kira Rascala. Boys, how are we? Very good yourself. Yeah, not bad. Kira, yeah. how are we, mate?
1: Pretty good, mate. Pretty good.
0: Yeah. Uh, please ignore the fact that my voice sounded a bit weird. I do have a bit of hay fever today, unfortunately. No, no worries, mate. Um, it's not COVID, I promise. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna move on. So, the last round of the season, um, round 18, few teams um, needing the win to make the to, uh, cement a top eight spot. Um, what'd you make of it?
2: Yeah, it was a pretty surprising round. I remember hearing, I think, uh, I think it was James Brayshaw, James Brayshaw on TV. He said yep. uh, clubs in the end of the don't be uh, surprised if there be a few upsets because in the last uh, round teams have nothing to play for, so they come out firing, and I think we saw a few surprises during the week. And yeah, yeah well,
0: North Melbourne really brought it up to yeah, West did. Coast, um, and Sydney really Jeez, brought it up. Jeez, that, that
2: felt like ages ago. Yeah, I
0: know it's been been a while. I mean, feels, feels like a while. Even the Hawks to
1: the even the Hawks to the Suns. Yeah, that was Although neither of them were really playing for anything, but they they came out firing, like, I mean, firing. We'll take you through the games now. So the first match, um, North
0: Melbourne and West Coast, as I said before, um, North Melbourne really brought it up to the Eagles, but the Eagles, uh, just the experience and the talent they've got, um, 15-point winners. So, um, yeah, the plated West Coast side, I mean, going to the finals and –
2: North Melbourne's skills really let them down. That that was terrible. I remember watching that game. It was just, it was worse than watching like a like a, a reserves game. They just couldn't pick up the ball. Couldn't kick properly. Couldn't handle properly. Yeah. Oh, it was so bad to watch. Like they had them in the first quarter, probably the second quarter, and then yeah. yeah, just they fluffed it, man. Their their skills were so bad. They should be ashamed.
0: Yeah. Well, they ended up kicking four ten the match so yeah and then seven seven so um could have quite easily got the the dub there north melbourne but mm. um no we'll talk about them later as they look to move into uh the trade period and draft they yep. want to get a few big wins there um the next match saint kilda taking down the giants by 52 points and gws just uh that match 3 goals 12 they kicked for the whole game i think they are yeah. a struggling side at the moment and i think the season ending uh came at a good time for them
2: yeah this season's probably if they had a really good season i reckon uh they'd have no problems re-signing a lot of their stars but because of the season they had this uh this year i think they haven't and that uh real struggle trying to sign their stars like Jeremy Cameron uh, you know, Aiden Cole's already left. Yeah. Uh, Zach Williams. So I think if they would have got the uh, – I really had a good – really good season, I reckon they would have had not too many problems trying to re-sign. But, yeah, it's just unfortunate. I don't know what happened, where they went wrong. Play, a bunch of in- individuals in that team, it's, as it's been said throughout the whole year. And, yeah.
1: I think I'll... they they really let themselves down here. They, they really needed this win because a win would have – Oh, they would have missed out on finals either way, but it just it just shows how much of a side they've they've come to be a good side, but then have just dropped off. It, it really hurts their hurts their pride, and I think a lot of they've they got supporters from making the grand final, but wouldn't be surprised if they'd also lost supporters from a season like this year. Yep. And
0: what do you think about the Saints? Do they um do they get far in the finals? Do they surprise I, a few, or do you I think they, they choke?
2: Su- I reckon they surprise a few. Yep. Um, just because of their pressure. It's very 2017 Richmond-like. It's very, like, they destroyed the Giants on pressure. That was just every, they had no space, the Giants, nowhere to go. Each and every, all, all players uh, in St. Kilda were bringing 100% pressure and just tackling and, and, you know, blocking and shepherding, smothering. It was insane. Like, their effort was second to none. So I think, you know, if they bring that, Pressure brings mistakes to other to te- the best teams, you know, yep. and so I think that um, yeah, they could probably surprise a few. I have yeah, no doubt they can they're
0: surprise. a great um, both contested and un- uncontested uh, possession team. I think um, mm. they've got the outside runners and um, a few inside bulls. Hunter Clark, Jack Steele, who's just had a, a great season. So yeah, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if they go a bit further than expected this final series.
1: Um, mm-hmm. next
0: game. Oh, For sorry,
1: me, no. oh no, you're right. For no, me, no. I think I think with um, they could have a Western Bulldogs season as well. They could a 2016 Western Bulldogs season where they just came out. No one expected them to go to go anywhere, and next thing you know, they've won the granny. So Saints could be on this year. Like yeah. we've said this a million times, the finals, the top eight, nothing really separates them. Nothing separates the the, the bottom half to the top half, other than the fact that they're just just points. Premiership points and how they perfor- how they performed in some games that they should have won. I think yep. right now any team in this top eight could win it, and I'm saying that even even for Collingwood they've they've got the chance to win this. And if they lose it, they've lost it on their own boot, really. Yeah, um, absolutely. I uh, will move to the next game,
0: uh, Kirillos. So I'll let you uh, analyze this. So uh, it was the D's beating the the Dons by 19 points. Melbourne really needed to. Get the win to try and push for the finals, but um, fortunately not enough in the end. Um, need a few results to go their way as well. But um, what do you think, Kirilos?
1: Look, for me, I first quarter we we played all right. We had some pressure pressure here and there, and we had a good start, similar to to Port Adelaide, where we kept them to to a low scoring first quarter. But then I don't know where where the rest of the game went. It just All of a sudden, changed in a it went went in a completely different direction. But look, I I think I've said this to a few boys outside of the podcast. I think that last quarter that Essendon showed, I'm not going to say if they played every single quarter three every single quarter like that, we would have won because that's an if, and ifs aren't really something that happens. So I'm not going to say that, but. This this could prove promising seeing that last quarter performance. Maybe they could be onto something in the next couple of seasons if they if they manage to turn that into a four quarter game. I liked the pressure that they brought in. They they didn't give up that last quarter. They didn't let Melbourne run away with it. They they made Melbourne <laughs> fight for it, which I think is good. Essendon had that uh had that fighter play in that last quarter all of a sudden. I think Big moves were made, such as Hur moving into the ruck, which for me personally, I think that's what should have happened early when when Danaher moved, came back into the side. I think when he started underperforming in the forward line, I think first first step was to move him into the ruck. I think he's, he's a very dangerous ruckman being a, a player that once he gets his hand on the ball, he makes very good decisions. And, and that showed in that last quarter. They moved him into the ruck. I think he had three touches the whole game for... For three quarters. In the last quarter, he, he piled on six. So it shows it shows that when he's around the ball and when he's on the move, he can have a bit of a, a bit of bit of a impact on the game. But it just depends on how he how how they play him in the in the on the field. So I think um, it just shows what the club could be onto, and hopefully we can we can improve on that in the next couple of seasons. But yeah, a bit disappointed with the result, though we had nothing to play for. Uh, would have been nice to upset Melbourne, even though other clubs did that for us. So, Yeah.
0: Uh, sorry, as always, next year. Um, Jules, the Tigers, your boys, getting yep.
2: over the Crows by 44. Pretty easy win. What do you make yeah. of it? Um, I wouldn't call it easy. I do thought Adelaide were, you know, I don't think they're going to be a walkover club next year. Um, yep. So I see some promising signs in there, you know, McAdam and... Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Stengel. So, yeah, uh, he he's an next tiger. I'm pretty sure he, he looked, is. Yep, yeah. he was. So, yeah, that's pretty nice. Himmelberg as well. I think he's big. Um, he he looks like he's going going for. He looks like he's going places, man. He just looks really good. Really good contested mark. He's a good kick. Um, yeah, and you know he his effort is also second to none as well. And um, I think he tries pretty hard for a bloke who's pretty tall, you know, yep. tackling and stuff. Um, yeah, and with the Tigers, you know, just had to do what we had to do to get, just get the win, you know. We had some outs, uh, Lynch, and we got Shane Edwards back, which was, I thought was – he played a really good game. Yeah. He was very slick for someone coming come back in, as did, you know, everybody else that came in, like Gary Ablett. So, yeah, thought it was a good game, and don't expect Adelaide to be Wooden Spooners next year. I reckon they're, uh, they're on the rise.
0: Yeah, good young talent, and hopefully they can add a few players to that yeah. list. They
1: should. They know be, where
2: they're going. They know
0: yeah, they they sh- should get pick one.
1: I reckon it's a one of boost. they're one of the better rebuilding stories coming from a a season where it looked almost almost unwinnable. They they almost went the whole season they're winning a game, but then their their last four games, three they've won, and like that's that's sh- like you boys said, that shows promise for next season. That shows that they're. Like Julian said, they're not going to be a walkover side, and, and like you'd be scared to verse them if they're going to play like that every game next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: I guess the scoreboard doesn't really match up to no. how well they played though.
2: Oh, yeah, no, the scoreboard, yeah, it doesn't really show up how well uh, they play. Yeah, I was actually scared going into that game because I thought Adelaide would have a good run, but um, yeah, forty-four points the difference. I don't think that really showed how uh, you know, how much pressure they showed and um. Uh, Their work rate But yeah Anyway
0: Well Move on to the next one So the The Lions And the Blues Brisbane um, 17 point winners I think Cullen really brought it up to them Um, But in the end Brisbane you know They wanted that top two spot Um, For the finals They get it They get a home final Pretty much They've been getting Home games All year (laughs) Um, But yeah No Cullen brought it up to them As I said Um, But Brisbane too strong in the end. Sam Walsh is going to be an absolute machine if he's not considered one already. Um, 31 touches. I think he's going to be, down the track, the best player in the league one day. He is yeah, phenomenal. Really
1: good. Well, just remember, Joey, uh, Matt Rowell is a year younger, so it's a bit of a push and pull between the two of them. Yeah, the, the, the league will
0: be... Those those two faces will be the, the faces of the league for years to come. A... Uh, the next game, Hawthorne and the Suns. Hawthorne, 51-point winners. Bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, a bit of an upset there, I reckon. Poppy nothing to, and nothing to play for, really. Yeah, Poppy and Stratton, their last game. Um, Poppy kicked three, and Stratton, only his second career goal ever. So he gets yeah, to that was crazy. Um, do that. And we've had a lot of, um, I wouldn't say, we, we've given him some constructive feedback
1: this year, I guess. Look, yeah, good job. As much as, <laughs> as much as I dislike Hawthorne with an absolute passion, can we just can we just take a moment to to have a look at Alistair Clarkson's reaction to Strat kicking a goal? Oh yeah,
2: that was. I mad. think that was that, was, that was one of the
1: best things because cause that move to the forward line was actually just so he can kick one more goal in his last game to kick a goal in his last game, and they did it, and he kicked it, and Alistair Clarkson. Was, going more off, excited, was more excited for that goal than Strat himself.
0: Yeah, he's just think, it's a, good, it's a good man, Clark. I've been... I've been,
1: um, I've been a, a bit too harsh
0: on this him. Year, I've been yeah. harsh on him, but look, and it's... I think the, still the right thing would be for him to maybe look at whether or not he can really bring this side back to finals eventually. Um, but... No, it was, it was a good move and nice gesture and Stratton got a nice send-off. And so well, did Pioppolo.
1: Instead of maybe, before he looks into not... into retiring, because I think as a full-time premiership coach, he shouldn't be sacked. He should be given the option to retire. I think, for me, he should really look into a new game plan that will really bring that side back in because each team can really build on skills. The, the AFL players are AFL players for a reason. And if you can build up skill in a player... You just now need to form a game plan, and you can you can have the most destructive side, and that showed in Richmond 2017. Hardwick Hardwick was built the skills on the player, built a game plan, very destructive. Now he's now they're one of the the best teams in the AFL at the moment, and they're currently looking into a third premiership in four years. So I think for me, they are uh, if Hall, if Alistair Clarkson can have one of those and have another one of those game plan revelations where he rebuilds and and for, forms a damaging side the next few years. Hawks could be back in the contention in maybe up to... Give them five years, I reckon. Yep. Well, will hope so. They were a powerhouse
0: club for so long. Um, the next game, Swans and the Cats. This was a really good game, surprisingly. That was a I,
2: crazy game, man. Well, I, I thought... I honestly thought
0: going into that game, I thought Sydney's gonna bring it up to the Cats, and they did early. They um, they led... Um, at every, uh, chain, every break until mm. um, the final siren. But
2: You could um, always tell it was you, Joe Long, we're going to come back. Yeah, you could always tell place. they were going to
0: come back. They're a top four side, no doubt, and they needed to win to secure that top four spot. Um, just, again, one of those games where experience comes into play and skill level. Um, so, yeah, but um, I think the Swans are going to be a good team come next year.
1: Look, I think yeah. the Swans were very strong. They they that that they led for 76 minutes. They were in yep. front for 76 minutes from the start of the game up until that last quarter. I think they they were that good that they managed to stop Dangerfield from having an impact in that first quarter. If he had had an impact, the score line would have looked a lot different to what it was. But then the the change of having Dangerfield in the forward line, I right, this is why I rate Dangerfield with the utmost. He he. I, I've never seen a midfielder. I personally have never seen a midfielder move into the forward line and run leads like a true full forward. Yeah, Ben Brown, who's a full forward, who, he was he runs leads. That's you'd, you'd expect a player to do that. Paddy Dangerfield, every time he ran, he led for the ball. He was five meters ahead of his defender, and that just shows how good of a player he is, in my opinion. As as whether he's a midfielder or a forward, it is just. Very damaging, and you want to you want to find a way to stop Dangerfield, or else he can cause damage in your side, and that's why that's why I I, I love Dangerfield. I rate yeah, him. Yeah,
0: well, three goals, but he also had the six inside fifties, um, and he was pretty quiet for the majority of the game up until that last half. So no, he's definitely a game changer, and he's a he's a weapon on the game, and I think he's yeah. Geelong's next captain. Yeah,
2: um, fair enough. The is that- ne- yeah, sorry, sorry go on. No, no, go no, on. He's a big uh, – it's uh, It's one of those things where come finals, like, you know, if Hawkins is getting shut down, you just put danger forward and that, that could really just trump teams. Like, how do you stop that, Yeah, you know? Cause Absolutely. Yeah, especially just if, – if you're playing on Hawkins the whole game and you expect this big guy, you know, he's not too fast, but he's a good contested mark, and you're playing on him and then you just get, oh, you're playing on Paddy Dangerfield now. What do you do, man? You know, like – yeah. You can't. His speed is, is really good. His marking is really good. His finishing's okay, but you know if he can do what he did in that Sydney Swans game, or it can come finals time, that's teams should really study that going into that. Otherwise, that can really damage them.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, the next game, the Dogs and the Dockers. Um, the Bulldogs winning pretty comfortably, thirty yeah. points, securing their
2: final spot.
0: Dockers um,
2: had nothing. Yeah.
0: I think they're gonna be another side that's on the rise in the next yeah, couple of seasons. They've got some great young talent coming through. That Sarong, um rising star wasn't he, and mm-hmm. just he's had a brilliant season. Um I think obviously led by Fife, who's an absolute machine, has been for so long, champion of our game, and then um, Blake Akers crossing over from um the Saints. I know he's been injured for a majority of the year, but um, being able to play now and Really shown why he can yeah. be a um, they good consistent player for this side. Well, so yeah. How about how about good. Matty
1: Tabba? Yeah, he's he injured. Yeah, yes, he, no, nah, I know he, that, he'll, but he'll be but,
0: he'll be
2: there.
1: For Next a future year. for a future club, he's he's gonna be he's gonna be.
2: He's good, a very like, good forward.
1: Yeah, to be good. honest, to be honest, Matt Tabba. I haven't really heard his name much until this season, where he kicked twenty nine goals in a season in a, for a player that you don't really hear much of his name. Twenty nine goals.
0: Yeah, he's he, got the stats out today, Jules. He has got the stats. He's out kicked know, one geez.
1: goal. He's <laughs> kicked one goal more than Tom Lynch and Jack Revolt. If, oh. if we're looking at the stats, that's good. To be honest, in my opinion, that's good.
0: Yeah. I mean, Richmond's goals do come from uh, various Thin different places.
1: Uh, very um, true.
0: They, they do have a lot of more smaller forwards. Um, uh, and they do Cabin, get a lot yeah, of midfield is
2: going to be really good. Yeah, absolutely. But I think he's just got to finish, uh, work on his finishing as well. Uh, sometimes he seems to rush a lot of his kicks when I'm watching him, especially the ones on difficult angles where, you know, players usually go for the snap. He does usually go for the snap, but he rushes it. He yep. just quickly plays on and goes for it. I reckon, you know, if he just calms down, goes for a route, builds up a routine, um, yeah, we'll be all right. Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, so the final game, um, the power 16-point winners over the Pies, um, yeah, it was, it was a good game. There were times where Collingwood probably had a few opportunities to um, – a few opportunities that were wasted, I should say. Um. Seems the theme of every week with Collingwood, just wasting their chances. But Porto, a very good side, and um, I think they'll go far in the finals. Tom Rockliffe's, uh he had a great game, 30 touches. Kicked a really strange goal that uh, he got a lucky bounce, but no, pretty good. He had the 10 clearances as well. So, uh, yeah, I think the, the power should go far this final series. I think mm. my tip is – sorry – Jules, I know you don't want to hear it, but my tip's still the Tigers to win the flag. Ah. Um, but no, I think they're, they're pressing really well, and um, their, their forward line is, is bloody dangerous. And their midfield, they smash Collingwood in the clearances. And uh, for the Pies, I think, come um, finals, um, we don't have much to expect, I guess. But um, <laughs> just take it how it goes, I guess. So. You never know. Yeah, will
2: We'll see.
0: It, what do you, uh,
2: you reckon about Goey's game, though? What do you reckon about on that? the? Look, I think he was. Um, I think Jonas
0: was on him. Just played a really good game on him. Um, mm. Goey as a deep forward works, and it's worked a lot. Um, I, I think. I think you've just got to. There's times where the team just gets impatient with it not working. Sometimes where he's having a quiet game, he may have kicked a goal, but you want him to, you know, kick that bag of four, five, um, and, you know, that's not that's not going to happen every week. So mm. I think you've just – I think Buckley's just really got to trust in that that he's going to eventually get on the scoreboard. You know, he eventually got on the scoreboard in the last quarter, but then, you know, they moved him through and they put him in stints in the midfield. I'm just like, you know, in, in a game that was sort of close, that we could have maybe a few more chances, could have uh, – Sorry, had a bit a bit of luck going our way with our chances. Um, keeping him forward, he could have got on the end of a few um, goals, but um, no. Uh, whoever was on him, I think it was Tom Jonas. Really played a good game and uh, mm. on him, and,
2: yeah. I so, think I, mean, I think though he also it looked like he wasn't uh, like he sort of gave up a couple times. Um, I would say gave like he just, up. He th- just stops running sometimes. I see. Yeah, yeah I don't know.
0: I've been, obviously, critical of Collingwood's forward line all year, um, and I think that's the problem, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not pinpointing it to one player, I just think right now, that forward line's not working well together, but you know, in saying that, it's not just a forward line, um, and I've spoken to a lot of people about this, you know, it's also our midfield, um, you know, I thought Grundy probably had one of his better games this year, where he's had probably not his best season, but Mm-hmm. Um, in saying that, he, he played really well. And then, you know, we should be winning more clearances. I just think it starts off with the midfield not, um, um what is it, not, you know, working hard enough. And our delivery yeah. forward is, is oh,
2: pretty I just want to say mediocre. something, a, like hopefully we, we'll just move on after this because we've got to yep. get going. But um, Collingwood don't win too many clearances. Like you've been saying it, the media's been saying it. Yeah. If you look at Richmond. Richmond don't win a lot of clearances either. It's just because yeah. you guys are losing that everyone's so critical of you. If you yeah. guys were winning and losing clearances, no one would bat an eye because we we're not a big clearance team and we haven't been for for probably forever. You know. Yeah. Um. We we rebound off our half back.
0: Yeah, and that's and that's exactly you know what Collingwood di- do a lot of rebounding off the half back line. Um, 2010 when we won the flag. If you watch back, the, if you watch the highlights back, um. Of that, We won clearances, but most of our goals were scored from our rebounds off the 50, we had Heath Shaw, Ben Johnson on that 50, Heretia mm-hmm. Lumumba, um, you know, those running half-backs. And I think that's what they try to create now with, you know, your Nobles, Maynard, Crisp, Quainer, and it's working, but um, I think, I, I still think, you know, the midfield's got to work harder.
2: Okay, yeah, and also,
0: big hats off to uh, Scotty Pendlebury, 314 breaking Collingwood record. He's a champion of our game and a champion of our club. Best, in my opinion, best ever player to play for
1: Collingwood. Uh, you don't nice. have to be a Collingwood supporter to love him. You oh, he's a champion. To. I love him as as an Essendon supporter. You hate to love a Collingwood player, but I think Pendlebury is a, is a is an exception. Champion, champion of the of game. game. He goes champion of the, the right game way. rather than champion of, of a club, in my opinion.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He yep. goes about it the right way. And, yeah, hopefully uh, he can play maybe another 314 games for who we know the way he's going. He's, he's going getting, well.
1: Getting better by age. Yeah. Getting better um, by age, the man is.
0: We'll move on, Kirol. So I know you've been very vocal about this, but um, talk about the All Australian selections. What, what do you think? I know you've been saying, and Jules, you've, uh, we've all been a bit critical of it. But, Kiri, we'll start with you. What did you like and what didn't you like about it?
1: Alrighty, so look, I think the defence holds up pretty strong. But in my opinion, and Julian has changed my opinion on who should be moved out, but I think Nick Haynes should have missed out. To For me, it should have been between Ridley and Maynard. Two great defenders for the season. Ridley playing in a side that uh, uh, Stephen and, uh, Stephen May to that as well, I reckon. Yeah, even Stephen May, yeah. three players unlucky to miss out, and and like there's there's only one player you'd really remove from that back line, but uh, to for, to make room for those three players. But I think M- Maynard had such a strong season, and he's only 23. Yeah, and yeah. Ridley had such a strong season. He's he's around the same age. I think he's even younger. I think he's 21 for 22 maybe, and and even Stephen May, he's, like, he's not as young as the two, but he's still he's, had a very he good had season, very right. tough, se- very good season as a, as a back line. In a side that played better than GWS and Essendon combined, so I think if anyone, I think Stephen May should have made it, uh, Maynard should have been one of the big names that was to make it, if the other two don't, and Ridley should have made it ahead of Nick Haynes, but I think the uh, back line is pretty solid for me, but yeah, like I said, one change there. The midfield you couldn't you couldn't change it any other way. That's such a strong midfield. Jack McRae, Travis Boak, Cam Guthrie, Nick Nat, best ruck in the comp this year. Petrarca and Lockie Neal. Six players that played. That the midfield is it, there's so much great stock in the midfield. Every team has has a, as a player in the midfield that's just that that just bows others. I think for me that's the that's the strongest. You I could think have the gone. biggest
2: changes. I'm sorry, I was gonna say the biggest changes. I think. I don't think uh, McRae should be in there.
1: I
0: agree. That would
2: be cool. But, uh, yep. Yeah. And I don't know if Natanui – I think Natanui got in there because of hype, and that is just disappointing. I reckon Goldstein had a better season than he did as a ruckman, you know? You know, yeah, Nick, Nick Natanui gets like 10 touches, and they're like, oh, look what he does with the touches. Nah, man. Uh, uh, Goldstein's work great, right? and as an all-round ruckman this year, he was so much better than Nick Natanui. But because Nick Natanui obviously kicks goals and he, he throws a bit of uh he throws a bit of glitter on what he does. <laughs> he yeah. uh you know, the commentators and everyone just love him for but it. But think, Goldstein works so
1: hard. I think what's unlucky for Goldstein is that he played in a side that yeah, he could have been the best rugby in the comp and he could have done something with the with with his with his possessions, but playing in a side where they finished seventeenth and they every time he, he might have Done something with the ball. The player who then has the ball does nothing. So then, really, essentially, his his disposal was really ineffective because not much happened with it. That's why, in my opinion, Nick Nat would have made it over Goldstein because of yeah. that reason. And oh, that's I think why I think they got the ruck right. I'm not fast
0: with Nat Nui being um, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah don't get me wrong.
0: I, I
2: don't. It's not like I'm i fra-
0: I have problems with the backup ruckman. This is where I think Goldstein should go in instead of yeah. Max Gorn. I don't that think was, Max Gorn had. <laughs> A good enough season they, to be they, able to they, be in that, there. They buckled, man. They,
1: that's what they yeah. did. I think, I think I, for me... I don't me,
0: think he had a great season. Plus, he missed a few games to injury.
1: Yeah. I think and for me, I, maybe... Oh, sorry, yes. Joseph.
0: No, no. Oh, I was just going to say about McRae. I agree with you, Jules There. Yeah. Um,
1: just cause um, you know it's who should have got
0: it's in?
2: doesn't mean he's amazing. Do you know who should have got in on the wing? Menangola? Yeah. Absolutely, he should have. Both Geelong wingmen should be on
0: both those wings. Guthrie and Metagola. Metagola had a stunning season. It yep. was
2: sexy this season from Metagola. Why yeah. <laughs> <laughs> isn't Christ. he in there? And just because McCrae – look at this, right? McCrae, they're, they're just – it's just crap, man. Commentators and all the sports people, all they talk about is how many disposals you get, how many – oh, he's, he's averaging 30 disposals. I don't care how many McCraig's disposals you get no different to
0: Tom Mitchell when he just exactly. gets those cheap hand passes – which just fills t- uh, up the stat wall.
2: We always talk about these Degoi, these Martins that off, off a couple, or not new, off a couple possessions, they could win a game, right? Yep. Or in, they impact the game with their possessions. What does McCray do with his possessions? It doesn't no. impact anything. Know, he just kicks the ball off in the air, or it'll go out of bounds, or it go to someone. Absolutely. It's just, who cares how many disposals they get? No, am very I'm true there, boys. talking about it, man. If we, if we just
0: go back to the back line for a sec, I'm not satisfied with that back line at all. I oh, like three players in that back line: Harris oh. Andrews, Darcy Moore, Brad Shepherd. I
2: okay. uh, I'd give it to Luke Ryan as well. I reckon. Look,
0: Luke Ryan's had a good season, but Weedering had a much better season.
2: Okay, yeah, fair enough.
0: Weedering fits right into
2: where Luke Ryan is.
1: Actually, oh. yeah. Thanks for reminding me about Weetering. Anyone Burnham from uh,
2: GWS should not be in the team, and I'm sorry, Nick Haynes, but yeah, Nick Haynes shouldn't be in this in the side. Look,
0: Nick, Nick Haynes, great player. But not yeah. this season. He, he should not be in there this season. Darcy, Burn- that's Ridley. Ridley's spot is right there.
1: Wasn't Burn- just, just before jones- you
0: go on, Carlos. Just before you go on. Darcy Burn jones Mate, Brayden Maynard had a much better season off the half-back line. It makes me sick to the stomach that Brayden Maynard is not in that back line. I feel like puking. That is. <laughs> it, it is disgusting. It is honestly... Brayden Maynard... Take, oh my God! Oh, where do I start with that guy? He is amazing. He is an amazing footballer. Off the half back line, he's gutsy. He's clean with the with the ball. He's got a lethal boot on him. He really lets
1: his defender beat him on a one on one.
0: What are you gonna tell me, Darcy? Burn Jones does that.
1: And just just to go off of that, Joey, uh, Burn Jones wasn't he suspended a couple of times this season?
0: I uh, don't know. Was he? I think. No. I, I think
1: he was suspended. He was. he was suspended the game against the against the bombers. I'm pretty sure he was. He had a week off for suspension. For what? What? Um. I don't, I don't, I don't remember what it was. No, I don't think. I think. will I Because I remember I, he did. I don't think he played against um the bombers. Look.
2: Regardless.
0: That, that doesn't matter. The thing is, Brayden Maynard compared to Darcy Burn Jones. Maynard. More inside fifties, Maynard. More goal assists, Maynard. More tackles, Maynard. More rebounds off the fifty, Maynard. More disposals. What more? Why is Darcy Byrne intercept possessions more for Maynard? More marks, Maynard. What meters gained? Much more to Maynard. Why isn't he getting that? Half-back flank position.
1: Oh, sorry, yeah, boys. My, my bad. I think I was thinking about Jonas. Yeah, yeah. I think I, think, I think I was thinking about Jonas. My bad. But, yeah, look, you're not wrong. I, I think with that as well, I think, um, like I said, Maynard, tough to miss. That was um, – he should not have missed out. I think that back line should be strong, a strong Collingwood side. And, to be honest, had Jeremy Howe not gone down to a knee injury, that could have been a three-man he, Collingwood back line.
2: Well, you don't know. I think I think Howe would have overdone what Maynard was.
0: Uh, Probably would. Because yeah. I
2: think Maynard only like uh, stepped up because Howe was gone. So he played a played a. Howe's more Howell's more back pocket. Yeah. I mean Maynard Maynard's more
0: Maynard can do both, but he's he's better uh, in my opinion. He's much more of a running type player off the halfback. For me, line.
1: for me, I would have been happy for Ridley to miss out of the out of the uh miss the the, the All Australian. Had how had still been in, I would have been happy for Ridley to miss to Hal because how been been in the comp for how long, and been one of the best one of the best leaping marks, intercept marks you can have in your, in in the comp, and and like you'd yeah. be happy to miss well,
2: to that. I let's think, not talk about that now because he's injured. So he's yeah. injured, yeah. So we can't he's, bring him he's up. not. But...
1: righty, boys, on to the forward line for now. We'll, we oh, might come back to the other to the other to the other positions, but we'll just this move to the forward line worse. for now because I am fuming. I am fuming. There's two players that should be in there. There are t- you're right. For me it's Butler and Papley. And Papley. Who missed out on the All Australian completely. The the 22 or the 22 man squad for me had I I think Martin and Dangerfield if they're going to be in the side or even Bond. For me I think we could have gotten away with... Dangerfield
0: Dangerfield you can you can get away with Dangerfield being in the
1: forward, in line. The forward line. That's fine. And that was shown in that game against against Sydney. But I here, would have changed Petrarca to the forward line for Dangerfield in the midfield. 100%. Both yeah, players are yeah. great in the forward. But for me, Bont and Martin, and also Liam Ryan, a bit of a push as well. Liam Ryan had a good, had a good season. season good. But I think if at most, at most maybe on the bench. But again, the bench nah, is nah, pretty nah. tough. But for me, Dustin Martin and Bont, if they don't i think dustin martin shouldn't have started this season on the on the on the field because yeah he had, a, he, had a, he had a good season but it was not his 2017 season and i think for me because he set such a high standard in that season he should have at he should, making the 40 man was enough max making the interchange but he should have at, at 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 least should have made the interchange anything else he should have missed out to a player yeah, like papley and you're probably and, right blah, blah.
2: he probably should have been on the interchange doesn't really worry me um, if he made the t- side or, or not, the person I think is the biggest outlier here is Marcus Bontempelli. I'm sorry, he's not a forward. No, and he's if not you at all. Look at his, if you look at the theme this year with Bont or every year, what's his worst? Um, his worst stat his goal kicking. How can you be in the forward line and have one of the worst um uh, f- uh, goal field goal uh, percentages? He can't finish the ball, and he, he rarely does. And I know he kicked a good one against West Coast a couple of weeks ago, but that doesn't mean anything. His worst stat is his goal kicking, and he's in the forward line. And even that, he didn't even have a good year all round, you know? Yeah. I think um, there were other players over him that should have definitely taken the spot, which is a bit, um, I don't know, just seems in there. Like, he's just not a goal kicker, man, and he's he's in the forward line. Like, he's one of his worst stats is his goal kicking, and he's
1: just there. Hundred so percent. you, you know, think?
0: If, um, sorry, Kirill, I just want to no, say, right. do you what do you, do you think as a Richmond supporter, you don't have any other players in there? Do you think Dustin Martin deserves to be there?
2: Um, well, we had Boston and Grimes nominated, but I think you know I'm, I'm fine with them missing out. You know, it doesn't really upset me too much. You know, the back one, it would have been really tough. Um. You know, it's a, it was a quality year for defenders this year, so I think it would have been hard to put him in. Like I was saying to Kirilos before, when you weren't uh, in the call, Joey, I said that as a Richmond supporter, you see things that other people don't see yep. with Dusty. So I yep. see like things that I think um, other people didn't see. So yep. I, you know, obviously he's never probably going to get back to that 2017 best. Um, I don't think anyone can. That was just a really good year. So it's hard to keep comparing him to his best work, but I think he still had a really good year. Yep. Um, I I would have been fine with him on the bench. That's fine. You know, he still would have made so the who, side. So who do
0: you, who do you take out off that bench if you put if you say you had Papley in that forward pocket and you want to keep Martin in, you're moving to the bench. Who do you drop out of Steele, Adams, Caleb, Daniel, and Gorn? Yeah, that's tough. With, um, we've said Gorn. Should be Goldstein, all right? want
2: you to be Goldstein.
1: Jacksiew so, should be
2: the.
1: I think for me, it have to be it have to be Caleb Daniel. And although Caleb Daniel had such a st- and he, he's for a little man, he's he's I, now becoming the next the next little master like Gary Ablett. Yeah, I think that was. as well. But
2: the only the, 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 it's sad because you know we could take Adams out who had a really good season yeah. as well. Yeah, but
0: um,
2: I think the only if you take Adams out, then you have Maynard in, and I think that evens it out.
0: Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, like, I'm. I'd, I'd. Yeah. I'd. I'd be okay with
2: that. In all honesty, I think, I think but, it's. Yeah. It's just they fluffed the whole team, you know. So it's just yeah. hard to, to, to give what you. What so you I've, think. I've put together what
0: our t- what our team, the centimeter um, perfect podcast team, would look like.
2: The, all, the better all Australian. The days. better all
0: Australian, um, which was put together by, uh, four great specimens. One who Christian, who's here in spirit at the moment. Um, yep. So we've got from our full back line, we've got Brad Shepherd. keep him in. Harris Andrews, keep him in. Yep. Instead of Luke Ryan, we're putting Jacob mm-hmm. Um Thought he had a much better season. On the half back line, we've adjusted the um, majority of it. So instead of Haynes, uh, Ridley, yep. um, Darcy Moore stays. Um, and instead of Darcy Byrne-Jones, we've got Brayden Maynard. Okay? Yep. That should be done. Yeah, that's pretty good. Both our wingmans are Geelong players. So we've got Cam Guthrie stays there, and Menegola replaces Jack McRae. Mm-hmm. Um, in the middle, Travis Boak had a great season. Um, our Ruckman, Sol Ruckman, our first Ruckman, sorry, I should say, uh, Nick Nanui, thought he did have a great year. Um, And I've just done a bit of a switch here. Uh, So Dangerfield goes into the midfield and Petrarca goes to the half-forward flank. Um, And our other rover is Lockie Neal. So obviously half-forward flank, Petrarca, um, centre-half-forward, Charlie Dixon. The other half-forward flank, uh, Dan Butler replaces Bontopelli for us. Um, Liam Ryan, forward pocket. The other forward pocket, Tom Papley, um, mm-hmm. and Martin is still in it, so don't worry. Tom Hawkins is full forward, and <laughs> on the bench, Jack Steele, um, great season. Caleb Daniel stays. Um, uh, Dusty Martin and um, the other the other ruckman on the bench, Todd Goldzie. So we have taken Taylor
2: Adams out of that team.
1: For me, that's yeah. for me. I like, that's a
2: pretty good sign. I, it's come to a point where I just don't even care about all Australia anymore. You can just hear it in my voice. Where I'm like, yeah, whatever. To be honest, like they just keep. I mean, when
0: it. you when you you win two flags, Jules, and uh, <laughs> you're partying hard over in Europe for it, you're, you're um, you, no, you don't no, really care about other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right, we'll all right. move on now.
1: Or did you, you want know, to say Lord, something? Oh, I had another analysis, but I. Uh, I think we can we can move on Very from fine. that now. We've okay. we've spoken well enough about the All Australian. We've all let out our our, uh, our despise of the of what um what is and how it should have been. I think yep. we move on now. All right. So we've got
0: about 15 trade rumours. 15 all up. This how we fit it in.
2: Yeah, we can. Because a are have to speed run it.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. We'll start from the bottom of the list up. Um. Orazio Fantasia, obviously been um, for a couple of years now wanting to it's been well, obvious he wants to go home to South mm-hmm. Australia. Um, whether it be Port Adelaide or Adelaide, I think the better team for him to go to would probably be Adelaide. In my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, Port Adelaide I don't really see a I spot.
2: Yeah, I don't see a spot I
0: don't fit. see yeah, I don't do see you, Do you in. think this trade period it gets done? Kirillos, what do you reckon?
1: I think so. If he's gone into his second season wanting a trade, I think he he should get his wish. And personally, I won't be too upset with that because, look, right now there are players on the Essendon list who are playing are playing a better role than he has at the start of the season and even last season when he was in. He's a bit injury prone. We've seen that he's been injured here and there. Look, he's still a fantastic player, and if any club, if whichever club gets him, he's. If he, when, when he's on the list he could do some damage I think he's just homesick now yep I don't think it's anything got to do with the boys or the coaching staff I think he's 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 now got to that point where a player wants to move back home give him his wish give him his his time he's, he served his time for the club that he first got picked up by I think it's time for him to 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 move home
2: yep yeah all right enough.
0: Uh, we'll Very move on to the next one so um Braden Pruce um uh, Melbourne Ruckman backup Ruckman um GWS and Sydney are uh, stuck into him, so I reckon this Sydney could potentially be his third home.
1: Sydney, I think, I Sydney, I I Sydney think GWS, the, I
0: think, you think GWS, I, I think, think GWS need him. I think GWS
1: need him need because him. Mumford, Mumford's played his last season, hasn't he? He's called time, hasn't he?
0: No, he hasn't called, time. He hasn't uh, called James time yet. Sam, James oh, Sam called Jacobs, time. that's right. They need a
1: backup, Ruckman, big, real quick. <laughs> Nah, yeah, I but think, I just think with Sydney all the problems have. they have this year,
2: I think Sydney gets him. Sydney I need a ruckman. Can, as a player, you can see more future in Sydney than you can in GWS at the moment, so that'll probably attract him. Sydney so needs
0: another yeah, ruckman. Mate. Probably, yeah. So we think he goes Sydney. Yeah. Put that down to Sydney. All right. Um, Jeremy Cameron obviously been um in a lot of talks. Do you think he's honestly do you think he stays a giant I know we've spoken about this before but there um, has been a few talk a bit of talk now um after the Zach Williams situation that he there is the money there for him to be staying does he stay a giant in 2021
2: and beyond I'm well, 70 I'm 70 percent that he stays you uh, think he
1: stays I All right, think, tight, I think for me I think for me he, he he'll stay right now, it also looks that if he does stay, he'll stay for one more season to see how the club goes and, and goes off that. So whether they become successful or not, he'll continue. If he drops, if they drop off even more next year, he'll, he'll, he might ask for a for a move from then, from then. Okay. I, I think that's the same with a few plays there as well. Um,
0: yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, I probably said, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I said, oh, I think he'll move, but I think now they've freed up the cap space for him, and I don't think he's had a great season, so his value's probably dropped a bit. Um, mm. so I think I think he stays. End of the day now. Yeah. Um, Aiden core another GWS player. he already he's gone. Gone. He's, he's gone. He's already
1: left. He's, he's already left. said
0: yep. North Melbourne, I think
2: he's going to. Yeah.
0: Yep, he's gone. Um. Uh, next one. There was a few rumors about him. Um, hasn't had a great season. Probably wasn't great either last year. Tom MacDonald from the D's. Uh obviously was switched from the full back position or whatever it was, half back position to uh full forward.
2: forward. Do you think do you think he stays what, what club would would uh he suit? Mm, I don't see any club suiting him to be honest. I don't know what, yeah. you, what, you, what you what you like what does he show? No,
1: nah, not much.
2: He's a bit lost as yeah. a player
1: I reckon. I just don't know. I um, think he's that. Look, that he will stay. They but... keep him,
2: but I reckon if he just has another year like this, he'll be gone pretty quickly. If anyone yeah. take him, it would probably be uh, well, actually, I don't know. I was gonna say Gold Coast because they might want someone <laughs> like him, but then again, they got some young players in there that are probably better than him and would be developed better.
1: Oh, so I don't
2: know. He's in I a big pickle, I reckon. With I think his he stays. Career? Yeah, I think he yep. stays. At the end of the day, I think
1: day. he stays, and and when he and I'll probably give him one more season to show something, and if he doesn't, he'll either leave or be delisted. Mm. Yep. Um,
2: could so, probably pick him up as well. Yeah. <laughs> Adam MacDonald. Yeah. yeah so the, um,
0: next one, sorry. Um, Nakai Cocker too. Um, over to the Lions. So he goes up North. Not, not in that twenty-two for the Cats. Always been a bit of a fringe player.
2: He's been injured for yeah, and he's just yeah, been... I know. Do you
0: see a fit Nakaya Cockatoo getting into that Brisbane Twenty Two and a really established side now? That's um, definitely a top um, two team, if not the
2: best team in the comp. What well,
0: do you think? I personally don't believe
2: he fits in. Well, with Mitch Robertson and stuff getting older, maybe.
0: So think... from next year on, though. From next year, do you think he goes to Brisbane? He gets a he gets a how old is he? A gig. Um,
1: Twenty three. He's twenty three. Twenty three. I think. I don't even guess. know. We
2: haven't even seen him play very much. He's haven't just, seen
1: him play. I the, think he been he'll get.
2: for so long, man. So it's just so hard to.
1: I think for me, he's a his lifeline would be at the at the um at Brisbane. Yeah,
2: could be I, a lifeline I think for he him. Leaves just because cats. You know he's not going to make the cat side, and especially if they, if these rumors are correct, and they get in Crouch and Buddy, uh, I don't know who else. They're, they're, they're rumored to get everyone. Um, I doubt if he gets in. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um,
0: yeah. So next one, and this, uh, sh- this should happen. I think it's going to happen. Um, pretty much just waiting for the trade period. To open for this to be announced. So Zach Williams to Carlton. Don't like the money
2: though. 900k. Yeah, I know that's a but, lot. But that's just that's just the predicament Carlton have put themselves in. They need good. a player like Zach Williams. And because their club is is uh, unfortunately not very good and hasn't been very good, they can't afford to to bargain. You know, Zach Williams is the one that holds all the power here, just because. Um, yeah. They need a player like him. And because. They're desperate for him. They'll pay the big bucks. Do you think he plays off the halfback line, or you see him more as a midfielder? He'll probably play halfback, and maybe he'll push into the midfield, depending on how much help Cripps needs, because Cripps needs a lot of help in there. He gets bullied, because yep. no, uh, no one stands up except for pretty much Walsh. Um, but uh, they need a big-bodied midfielder, I reckon. I Another think he like, might...
1: And I think Zach Williams, Zach Williams is not that bloke, so I think he just plays off the half back. I think he might be moving uh Kurnow out of the out of the midfield to be honest. Nah. Nah, I don't, think so. Kurnow, I don't think so. Isn't he getting a bit old now? Nah. Yeah.
2: Well he, he is, he's, but, he's but he's still playing pretty good.
0: I think Zach Williams plays off the half back line. Yeah better yeah, he, look, he, it, it suits he him. Better. He takes him
2: spot.
0: Suits him better. Yeah, yeah, probably. I'll move on to the next one. Kurno um, is
2: thirty years old though.
0: Yep. Uh, he, yeah, look, he's still got a, a bit of time left, I reckon.
2: Charlie, uh, Charlie's body, twenty-three, mate. We haven't yeah. seen anything of him. He's been injured.
0: Um, we, we were going to talk about Adam Sard, but I'm pretty sure he is staying now. The, look,
2: yeah, I think,
0: look, I think he's staying. Are he is staying.
1: I did, I, I did say this before the podcast. There was something that that said that he is staying, but again, not too sure whether that's true or not. But with that, he has said that he's staying home to weigh up whether he wants. He's staying with family at the moment to weigh up whether he wants to stay or leave, which is a good sign because usually when you're when you're staying with family, it means you're just trying to catch some breathing space from the media before you really make your decision. And in most cases, people who do that have always decided to uh, most in most cases decided to stay. And um, yeah, looks like hopefully he stays. Good good news for me and for Bomber supporters and even for the club. Yep. Um, hoping hoping he gets that uh that stay. Yep. All right. Um, I Brad think Crowe. he's
2: very vulnerable though. Yeah, sorry. Have another. No, so you're right. I reckon if Essendon have another year like this or another year like they've been having, he's pretty vulnerable, and a lot of players will be in Essendon as yep. well Look, just to be sick and tired me, of
1: it. For me, right now, if if what the president because. W- with I don't know if you boys know this, but the president there's been a new president that's come to the club and one of his big talking points was the club's been a bit soft. On and off the field. They've been a bit soft. And if what he's saying he wants to add some of that some 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 toughness to the club, I think the bombers might be onto something if they if they're a lot tougher on the field, a lot tougher off the field, this could bring something to the bombers. Now it just depends on how everyone performs. Look, like someone said, I think it was Joey who said at the start of the podcast, there's always next season. I want to see 2021 happen and see what the boys can produce. Maybe top eight finish, hopefully top. maybe break that finals drought. I just want a finals win just so I can get, get that 5,800-day thing over and done with. It's going to be 6,000 days next year. I just, want it, I just want it over and done with. I'm sick and tired of hearing it. I just, just want a finals win. I don't care if we lose. The next final by hundred points. I just want I just want Essendon to win a final game. All right. So yeah, I just up, if right. that happens if that happens Essendon's got a lot of a lot to be proud of if that happens next season. We've got to wait wait and see. To, wait and see. Yep.
0: All right. We'll move on to the next one. Um. Uh, Brad Crouch. You think he leaves after this year?
2: Uh. He hasn't been offered anything from. Uh... Adelaide, so I think maybe he's on the move, because Adelaide maybe. would be quick to sweep him up if they really I wanted heard... him and they haven't. So,
1: but for me, his yeah, brothers, for odd, me, man. Matt Crouch, Matt Crouch is a lot better than Brad. But for me, I think he stays only because I think he saw the back. I oh, I heard somewhere that he he wanted to stay after. After uh, rumors was going out that he was going to leave, but I think for me he stays only because that back-up of the season showed how important he is to the club, and shows that if he can he can still have that impact of yep. the club because he's not that old. He's not that old at the moment either, so he still he could still have that impact. I see him staying. I don't think it's up
2: to him though because he hasn't been offered a contract.
1: Uh, look, For so me, if I they
2: think... really wanted him, I think they would have done it by
1: now. I think for me they're still they're still in the talks. I think for a club like Adelaide, just give them time to just breathe, get that breathing space, group up, and then, then they'll start signing their players that they need. It's just like like Essendon has as well. Like we haven't signed Ridley or McGrath yet, but they 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 both of them have both both of them have already said that they're staying. So I think that it's uh big um big for now that Brad Crouch probably stay.
2: Yep.
0: All right. I think I think he goes personally. See what happens. Um I'll just to actually, I just gotta actually note I got tagged in something on Facebook. I just checked it quickly. Um so Brody Majek has been offered a three year deal by Collingwood, so Yep. Dobbs yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully
2: So he's off the days. rookie rookie money. He will be. Yep. Finally. Good.
0: Um next one. Another Collingwood thing, um Jack Gunston.
2: Does he get to Collingwood after this year? I feel like it's that's a bit hard. He, you know, he's been Hawthorne's best player this year. So
1: I don't. I doubt if They
2: really want to let him go, and I think for Collingwood as well, it wouldn't be the best move. You just brought up Myercheck, and in my opinion, I think Myercheck is your Gunston. He got the same similar build, similar playing style. Uh, Myercheck's a good mark, a good kick. Why would you want to get a Gunston in when you can just turn my check into Gunston pretty much? And you know, you guys need someone taller down there. Why not go for someone taller? Why go yeah, for Gunston?
0: I, I think why uh, Gunston is on that list, and I probably was a I, I wasn't really interested when I first saw this. I don't think it was a great. It's a great move, but I can see why. And the I reason I, I sorry, sorry. Okay. yeah, for a few years, look. We need goals wherever they can come from. He's definitely a goal kicker, and um, you know with our forward line now, I do see him fitting in. Um, I don't think. Well, he, he, oh, I mean, you could argue that right now is Jaden Stevenson in the best 22. You could argue. argue Josh Thomas in the best 22. You could argue Will Hoskin-Elliott's in the best 22. Um, so those three guys, and I think. This is what Collingwood need. I, th- I really think we need depth, uh, uh, and particularly amongst that forward line. So, I would personally, if if Gunston's available, I, I think I first heard a couple of weeks ago that, um, you know, Elliot Hawthorne was stuck into him. If it's for Elliot, I'm, I wouldn't touch it with a, thirty inch pole, mate. Um, mm-hmm. definitely not. Um, got to keep Elliot, but. If Gunson comes in, I do see him coming in as that third option type thing, that third um, medium sized tall player, you could say. Because um, Meyer check, and if it's another key forward that we can get a, a big key forward, um, that'll be your two keys in that forward line. And then you've got obviously your smalls around there, which would be handy. But yeah, I'd. I'd Looking at it now, I'd, I'd probably take him just because he is a big goal kicker, and we do need goals.
1: Look for me, I think I think Collingwood don't really need him in the in the state that they're in. Maybe if he does leave, maybe a team like Adelaide, that's that's back on the that that could be back on the rise. Just so he's, I, I feel like right now his position as a player could turn into a turn into a. A role like what Luke Hodge had when he moved over to Brisbane as a as a leader on the field, as a uh, coach on field, in my opinion, I think that's what he can do. Also, reaching the back end of his career, that that's a tough, that's a good role to take for his age, and he can really have that impact on the game if he does that. Hawthorne still need him in that sense as well because again, they're also on the rise. So while well, they need to come back onto the rise, so they need that forward, that forward uh, coach still on the field with them as well. So I think Gunston. If they want to keep him, they need to keep him. But yep. for me, I don't think he fits in Collingwood because right now he needs game time, and for me, Collingwood don't need that that forward coach. You guys have a you guys have a young forward line, in my opinion, and still has room to work with, with yeah. other players. Yeah. Other and players. the way
2: Hawthorne are as well, because they're going in for a rebuild, they definitely need someone like Gunston around there. Someone um, to build yeah, around. really. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I'd, personally, I'm taking him. But anyway, um, if it's next one. No. No, if it's off for Elliot, definitely not. Uh, Peter Wright from the Suns, obviously out of favour in that forward line. Um, do you think he stays or do you think he goes?
2: If so, where does he end up? Um, I think Gold, Gold Coast would probably want to keep him. Um, I'd want to keep him, especially in Gold Coast. You know, he's 24 years old, tall forward, Um You'd, you'd need someone like that down there, but I think
0: mm. it's
2: tough. Uh, if he leaves, I don't know where he'd go. Maybe Col- it'd be nice if Collingwood would pick him up, um, or maybe even someone like North Melbourne, maybe.
1: I think since they get
2: rid of Ben Brown, but yeah, I think they will try and keep him.
1: I think North will go after him again, like you said, because Ben Brown's leaving because they've they've silly comment that they made. They told him to find you home. I think Ben Brown... I think they'll need a replacement for Ben Brown, like you said, and m- most likely Peter Wright will be the best fit. Could actually could actually be a big move for him, because I don't know where he's from. He could be from Melbourne, because most plays uh, are... Uh, I'll check for you. Melbourne-born. I'm having a look now. I can't seem to find... No, I haven't I th- found anything, um, but... Yeah, I think for me he he goes goes off to uh goes off to North because they really need a forward. They they need a. Key He's forward. from Melbourne. Yeah, it, he if he comes up. back, he could end up back at North only for the sense that they need a player now to replace Ben Brown. They have nothing. Yeah. They they've, they, have they have Larky. But Larky eventually, but Larky can't do it all all on his own in my opinion. Yeah. I'm saying they have Larky, oh, so they hard. need another another key forward. Um.
0: Matt Scharenberg, obviously another Collingwood player, um, wants to return home to Adelaide. Not getting a gig at Collingwood, just can't fit into the um, 22. Uh, yeah, I reckon he leaves. Yeah, goes to Adelaide, I think. He goes to the Crows. Um, I wouldn't I'd see him fitting into that Port Adelaide team. Um, yep, that's it for, for Um Ben it- Brown. Oh, did you want to say something, Kirillos? Oh no nah, no
1: nah, it's all good. I was gonna say I thought he, I thought there was already Schoenberg at uh, at Adelaide, but I was thinking of Schoenberg. Schoenberg, oh. Schoenberg <laughs> yeah. My bad.
0: Um Ben Brown, do you think so oh, oh, he obviously leaves. Um Colin was obviously stuck into him, Hawthorne stuck into him. I'm not
1: sure who else I think, think Essendon Essendon are looking into him Essendon. as a backup if Dan does leave. Where do you think he goes? I
0: think
2: he fits Collingwood 100%. I reckon I think he'd be, be probably, he'd be yeah, I reckon he'd be attracted to Collingwood because of success. Um, yeah. um, but I reckon he's second. If Collingwood don't get him, he'd probably go to Hawthorne, As funny as it sounds. Yeah. It seems he like, seems like a man that trusts. Um, you know, he doesn't seem like a. Oh, I don't really know how to say it now. I can't can't get it out of my mouth. But trusts I think like him. Stuff. I don't know. He might, he might see something in Hawthorne. I think he's a he's a positive bloke, so he might see some... He looks his to the
1: future rather yeah, than, yeah, rather than like the present. Could,
2: yeah, and I think yeah, yeah he was definitely... Because you can see... You can tell that's part of his character, by the way, of how it's been said that he was disappointed when North Melbourne didn't offer him a contract. And North Melbourne aren't going well, but yet he still wanted to stay. So I think...
1: Well, yeah. I like him. I like him and all. And if there's to no go after him, I just have one thing to say. To Adrian Dodoro. Dodoro, if you go after Ben Brown on the contract, you should make him sign that he doesn't take a hundred meter run up before he kicks a goal because I'm sick and tired of waiting for him to kick that no, bloody ball. Just so he can arrest, a miss That's what he does. Oh just just, oh, he
2: just he gives he it. just Stop. gives everyone a break for a little bit. Just just,
0: just relax, Charles. Uh-huh. Um next one, Sean Higgins. it has been a big one. Another one to leave. The Kangaroos, um, Geelong or and the Saints are stuck into him. He does want to win a premiership.
2: I reckon he probably leaves. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I think he leaves. North Melbourne. Uh, who the Geelong hell or St Kilda?
1: I'm Where saying St
2: Kilda. St Kilda? I'm I saying St
1: Kilda too. I think for me, and I think you boys would who agree. Who the hell does he he kick if, out of Geelong? Exactly. No one. exactly. Yeah, that's very true. But I think for me, and I think you guys, you boys might agree, if Geelong don't win a premiership this season, they're done. For no, me, I, don't I think it. I think they could be done. No, I, I, don't, think know, I don't think so. No. Because they've they've been in the I oh, I don't know where or I don't know who I've told this stats to before, but in the past eight in the past ten eight seasons, they made the top top eight majority of the seasons missed out once and most of those entries were in the top four, yet have not performed yet. So this could be their, their door die season.
2: No, I don't think so, but um interesting point we'll see. Um, and the last one that we'll, uh,
0: talk about, Jared Polek could be on the move again. He's gone, so, mate. He's not staying at these
2: Melbourne. The D's sh- were stuck into him. Yeah, he probably goes, I reckon he takes whatever he can. Like, he'd be desperate to yeah, get yeah. out of there. Who, I'd be desperate as well. Who wants you, to
0: play for North Melbourne, seriously? No,
2: and uh, when you've been one of their best players as well, and you just don't get picked, Unless you're why would you want, want to stay there, mate?
1: Exactly. I don't know why they dropped him how many times this season, but... I think, yeah, he'll leave. He'll leave yep. on.
0: All right. And we'll get into our last segment for the day, which is what we do every podcast, your like and dislike from the past week. Keralis, um, keep it... Keep it, uh,
1: keep it short. Keep it short and sweet. Let's go. No worries. All righty. So my, my like for this week is uh, Jordan Ridley winning best and fairest uh, for the Bombers. Ahead of uh, someone like Zach Merritt, who had an outstanding season, who's going into his third win, but uh, unlucky to miss to Jordan Ridley. But yeah, Jordan Ridley stand out for the for the club this year. 26 games and he's one of the best and fairest, which is big hopes for him as a as a future player if he can continue this form. Uh, my dislike for the for this week though. Has to be that all Australian side unhappy with what the selectors have done. I'm fuming with with three midfielders in the forward line. One maybe could have maybe one you'd give him give him the uh, the luck there, but some of those plays as well don't shouldn't have been in the side and a lot of plays that should have been missed out. Biggest dislike would have to be the Australian. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yep.
2: All right. Jules. Uh, for me, it's been such a long time since the round, I can't remember anything I think I'm just going to go with uh, Clarko and uh, Stratton, when Stratton kicked the goal and Clarko g'd up that was probably my like, that was uh, gave me a smile, I don't know why I was laughing at it it was funny um, yeah. and then my dislike oh boy what don't I like, I don't even know Um, I don't know, can't even remember let's just leave it at a like, we'll leave it at full positivity fellas all right. Going into the finals and going hundred percent positivity. I don't even know what I dislike. All
0: right. Um <laughs> t- uh, yeah, so my like for the past week, um the past round, there wasn't I mean, everything was alright. Um I'm just gonna say my like is that Collingwood actually made the eight. Um <laughs> for the times I doubted us a lot. But um yeah, we'll Take it as it comes. I mean, the good thing about going into the game against West Coast is the pressure's on them to win. We have really nothing know, to lose. Nothing to lose. So, let's hope for the best. My dislike, Kuroos, I'm agreeing with you. Um, with the All Australian selections, they were disgusting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that that will wrap it up, fellas. Um, just want to say something else quickly before we go. Um, I know I've spoken about it before, but. I am still growing this beautiful mullet, mullet. Um, for uh, mental health. It's with the Black Dog Institute. Um, look, times are tough at the moment, everyone, and uh, we've really got to look at our mental mental side of things. Um, as a sufferer myself, it is very tough at the moment, and it's not just here; it's worldwide. You know, I, um, I came across someone the other night that really. Um, uh really touched my heart. Um she was in a, a group on Facebook that um you know for uh you know just mental health sufferers that um just a, a way that we can all, you know, that everyone can just listen to what they're going through and just seek help or whatever, find people that sort of go through the similar things to them. Um anyway this girl was sort of suffering to similar things I suffer. Um and no one really reached out to her. So I, I took the liberty and took the. Uh, went and um, message her myself to just say, oh, look, what's up? End up being a, a, a nice um, girl at um, 16 years of age who lives in Nepal, actually. So, a bit far. And um, she was ready to, you know, as sad as this is, she was ready to um, take her own life. Um and you know the the end of the our conversation I encouraged her not to do so and to just um be strong and fight through what she's suffering from and um she thanked me a lot and um so you know just everyone especially in October um October's mental uh, suicide awareness month sorry so just remember to check on your friends and your family and. Um, yeah, just be brave through these tough times and just know that whatever you're struggling with, um, you know, you're not alone. There's definitely someone else out there that's going through similar things. And if you ever need a chat, um, Giuseppe Bianco is my um, Facebook, so feel free to please message me.
1: Thanks for that, Joey. Feel it takes, takes a real tough Tough person to really open up about how they're going and even um, even talk about experiences like this and boys and ladies and gentlemen I can I can certainly say I, I haven't been a real long sufferer I have suffered here and there in the past but um, for me also being someone who's studying studying in the in the nursing field at the moment I have had my uh, encounters with the with the topic of mental health and um. I think all it takes right now is is just just lending an ear, just giving giving up some time and listening to listening to people because right now that's all they need, and um, that's that's all it takes to save someone's life in some cases. And Joey, you just proved that you gave that opening ear and and you essentially just saved someone's life from from doing what a lot of people would think is unthinkable. So uh, hats off to you, mate, for for taking that initiative to lend an ear, and I think that's what more people have to do and. And I know "Are you okay?" is only one day, and we've already passed it. But make sure you turn it into, even if it's a monthly thing for you, or or even a weekly thing to check up on a friend who you know is suffering, or even who you don't know is suffering, who who you just want to check up on. Just make sure you check up on your mates and your family because this this can be a bit of a this can be it's a, it's similar to a carbon monoxide, the silent killer. It it really does take away uh take take people's lives without even other people realizing mental health can be tough and it is a tough thing to talk about and Joseph, I know you've spoken many times to me about it and thanks for that. It it really does take a lot to uh to open up and I think you've you've taken that first step to recovery and a lot of people should head off in that same direction to be in that step onto recovery because really once once you can open up about it, you're on a way to, to beating it. You guys everyone who 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 suffers this and is beating it, you guys are all warriors and honestly, like I said, I, I haven't really suffered it completely, but I have had my times and you guys had it that are deep who are knee deep into it and are still still winning. You guys are absolute warriors and I look up to you guys. Yep, yep. Well, Wonderful.
2: Yeah. Thanks fellas for, for talking about that. Pretty important. Um, um yep. that being said, I think uh, G up for the finals, fellas. Thanks for joining us and yep. have a good one.
1: Get ready boys, finals coming. Just
2: quickly, lads.
1: Good news. Good news. Uh Victoria's only recorded sixteen cases yes. in the past twenty four hours and and that brings the roll the fourteen day fourteen day rolling average to twenty two to twenty two point six or twenty two point four cases, which oh, uh, curious, still gives mate. hold that, on, hold on. That football, still, gives MCG, still, still gives the MCG, still gives the MCG hope Christ. gives the MCG hope for uh for a grand final in twenty twenty. It's not over, boys. What do you mean? Uh, I just end the podcast. Everything just cut it off.
2: See you, fellas.
0: Thanks for joining. Have a good one. Thanks for joining, boys. Have a good one.